You are listening to episode 110 of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Peaceful Mind Podcast, a place for creating the peace of mind you need to be the best mom you are created by God to be. If you want to bring more balance, more joy, and more peace to your motherhood, this is the place for you. I'm your host, certified life coach and Catholic mom, Danielle Tienel. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Hi, everyone. Raise your hand if you worry a lot. Raise your hand if you would call yourself a mom who really worries about everything. Do you find yourself always worrying about your life, about your kids? Yeah. Well, today I want to help you minimize that. So I've entitled it How Not to Worry, and I'm going to give you some tangible steps on really how to slow down worrying and not make it such a big part of your life. But I also added in the title, four very long in parentheses. So why I did this is because I want you to know that it is impossible and that it, you wouldn't be a human being if you stopped having the feeling of worry at all, because we are going to worry as moms, as human beings, worry is just going to be part of it. But it is what I call an indulgent emotion. And I do know that worrying doesn't serve us. It really doesn't help us help our children. It doesn't help us show up as a better parent. But I also want you to know that it is going to be part of our life. So today I want to help you learn how not to worry for very long if you find yourself worrying. Okay. I want you to know that when you recognize that you're worrying about something, that we can minimize how long you stay in that worry. And that's a really good thing. It's a really good skill to have because it's never a problem when we find ourselves feeling negatively about something. The problem comes when we act from it. When we stay in that worry, it's not going to yield you good results in your life. So I want to bring more awareness on what to do when you find yourself worrying. So I'm going to start out to let you know that worry is going to visit your life. It we, we see that. I know that you've seen it already. That really from the time we find out that we're even going to have a baby, right? We start, we're happy, but then we start to worry if everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And then we know that we can hear, we can hear our brains offer us that there is something to worry about, right? When we hear the weather and let's say you had a big party planned and then the brain offers you, yes, but the weather says it's going to rain and then that would be terrible. And then we start trying to worry like, okay, well, what will happen? What do we need to do to take care of everything? And I just want to know that you can hear it. You can hear it out, what your brain has to say. I just don't want you to allow it to stay very long because I want you to then get into questioning. Okay, let's say that rain does come for the party. 
What do I want to do about it? So it has you going into like just taking tangible steps on how you can combat that worry and actually take control and do something about that. And the other reasons why we don't want to worry for very long is because it feels terrible. Worry feels terrible. And I am trying to get the message out that when we feel better, we do better and it yields better results for our life. So I want the number one thing for you moms out there is to be like always figuring out how you can feel better. The goal is not to feel better all the time. It's literally to just feel a little bit better than you are in a certain negative instance and worry doesn't feel great. I want to also tell you that worry pretends to be necessary. I have seen, we know this, that society and even like, you know, kind of like in the mom sort of circle, we're always kind of saying like, oh, I'm worried about this or I'm worried about my child that this is going to happen to them. And it, it sort of becomes this like badge of honor, right? Like that's just what we moms do. Like it's kind of like you're not being like the best mom, if you're not worrying, because it's just what comes along with motherhood. And I want to override that belief because I want you to know that it pretends to be a necessary part of our life, but we do, it isn't, it isn't necessary. We don't have to worry. It, it, it won't be beneficial to us, but we're going to look to minimize it. And then when we are in a state of worry and taking the action of worrying, it blocks us off from problem solving from whatever we're worrying about, right? So we have our mind full of all these worry thoughts instead of focusing on how we can actually solve whatever problem it is. And then when we are having all of those worry thoughts and feeling worried and taking actions of worrying, we're spending our time worrying, we can't actually hear our own intuition and wisdom inside that when we access, then we could be moving forward and not, you know, worrying it at all. And so, but we can't hear that. We can't hear our own wisdom and intuition if our mind is too busy thinking about what we're worrying about. And that works the same thing for prayer right? So if we go and seek answers through prayer, we need to be able to listen and hear what the spirit is telling us to do or to have an answer in our mind and in our hearts. But if we, again, are feeling worried, if our emotional health is all in a state of worry, then in our mental mentality is also just thinking all these thoughts about how terrible this is and what's going to happen, then we can't hear our answers to the prayers. So if you find yourself worrying, what do we do? This is what I want to offer you. There are three steps that I want you to know that you can pivot away from worry when you take these three steps. So the first one is to understand that worry is a feeling. And all of our feelings are caused by our thoughts. They're also, you know, when we have a thought, we've got, you know, chemicals that are released in our body 
Sometimes it's just neurobiological stuff, which is the very scientific side of really what happens in our brains when we think a thought or when a feeling comes into our body. Sometimes it's driven by hormones that circulate in the body that create certain feelings, right? But it is a sensation in the body. And in the most part, it is created by our thoughts. So when we have a thought, oh no, something's going to go you know, wrong with my child or my child is sick or something like that, that thought of it triggers the sensation in the body, the vibration in the body. And in in this instance, it may be that vibration of worrying. And so when we understand that it's a feeling that, that we ourselves most of the time have created, and then we also know that that feeling is what's going to drive the actions we take we can get a little bit of um, traction over it. We can say, all right, well, do I want to keep thinking this way? Because it's optional. So one of the examples I want to give you that happened, um, it's a couple months now, but I think it's a really good um, way kind of to explain what I meant. So we had the a trip planned, okay? And the trip required us to have a negative COVID test before we went on the plane as a family. So when I found this news out, it was about a week and a half before we were to leave. And so I had all of these thoughts that we had planned this trip and it was very expensive and it would be the, the last time we'd be able to go before we would travel out of the country with, a, with all my family and my girls before they go off to school. And so for a week and a half, I literally thought, okay, that would be terrible if we had a negative test because we wouldn't be able to go on this trip. So immediately I had the thoughts of, this wouldn't be good. What would we do if one of us got it? And then this would be so much of a waste of money. And I literally was like, this, I, I just worried about all the different possibilities. But because I understand how not to worry or that worry for very long is not going to help me and that it would cut me off from like problem solving and hearing my wisdom or maybe getting some answers to prayers, I went to this first step. I was like, okay, this is a feeling that's caused by these thoughts. What else could I think that brings me some relief or some peace about it? Uh, so I pivoted after I understood and reminded myself that it was a feeling. I pivoted to some thoughts like, God has got me that if it's in his will that we go, then we will. But if not, then there's another plan or that he makes good out of everything. I also was like, what, what could I think about what I have control over until we go? Like we could make alternate plans of where we would land. I also was like, have we, you know, how are all the health we have, we're healthy right now. So it's possible that we won't have it then. I just was like, I have a chance here to think about 
having to have a test before we go in any way possible? Which way do I want to feel that takes me out of worrying about it and into more of peace and control about it? Now, what I want to offer here is that I did find some good things that really made me feel better about what was going to happen. But also as the week went on and we got closer, I didn't make it a problem that my brain would say, yep, well, it's possible. It could be negative too. I mean, it could be positive too. And we'll have to shift some things around. But again, I recognize that that wasn't in my control and that I really didn't want to make that whole part of my life miserable up until the time we got the results. Because notice how I would be miserable for the week and a half leading. And then if the results came back that we had a positive test, then I would be, could be miserable then too. So I'd be feeling miserable twice. So I just made it definitely a focus to do whatever I could to notice when I was, my brain was offering me thoughts that caused me to worry, to pivot to other thoughts, knowing that this was just a feeling that I was creating myself. Okay, step two of that can have you, when you find yourself in worry, like moving away from it and not staying there very long, is to know why we worry in the first place. And the reason why we worry is because our brain tells us at the time that this is like the only option. It tells us like, nope, emergency, this is what we need to do, that the option is to worry. Our child isn't home and it's a little bit past their curfew, I have to worry, okay? We got a bill in the mail and I wasn't expecting it. It says the option to do is to worry. So I wanna offer you that it's not the only option ever, that there are other things that are available to you, other ways to feel, other thoughts to think when worry comes into your life. It, it, I also want to say that why we worry is that it does feel useful to us, right? It feels like we're doing something about it. It feels like we, we have uh, a chance to prevent something terrible from happening. And this just isn't true. Worrying doesn't serve us in one way. And if, if I was going to have those negative tests, Worrying about it wasn't going, I'm sorry, if we were going to have those positive tests, if that was going to be what really happens for us, that their worrying wasn't any kind of preventative measure. Like worrying wasn't going to stop that from happening. So know that our brain is going to tell us that it's useful, it's the only option, and that when we worry that we'll be able to prevent it. But really what's happening is we're just a feeling a bunch of terrible emotions, right? And that we're going to have them twice if we worry now. And then the thing we're worrying about ends up being coming true. We're just going to have it twice. So if we try to minimize or eliminate or get out of worry before the thing we're worrying about actually happens, then we can only feel it once. And the third thing I want you to do is we want to remember the truths about worry. One, 
that worry is just an emotion caused by our thoughts, that it's not an indication that something terrible will happen. It doesn't dictate that that is going to be the outcome, that the outcome will be terrible. And it's just created by something that might happen. That's it. That's all worry is. It's your brain telling you something that might happen. And so when you find yourself worrying, remember that you are not in the present moment because in the present moment is where you have all your power. Worry lives in the future. So if your mind is always in the future, then it's not in the present. And so you're not in your own place of power. You're actually giving it away to possibility in the future. But the present moment, what you're thinking about right now is what really has the impact on your experience of your life. And I just want you to know when something comes in to your life that, that your brain tells you that you should be worrying about, I just want you to combat that with this thought that you can handle it. And I want you to just pause right now and look at what is something that you did worry about and that one, it probably turned out fine, but even if it was something tough, even if it was hard, even if it really tested you, you ended up handling it. Yeah. Do you see how you, you could handle it? And that is something that you can think about and believe when you are faced with a circumstance that has you going into worry. And know that when we are a mom who worries about our kids, it doesn't make us more of a loving mom. It actually just takes us away from accessing that best part of us that figures out how can we can love our kids in the best way possible. It just makes you less effective. It doesn't have you showing up as your best self when we are in a state of worrying about our life, our family, our children. And there's just never a time when worry is the fuel that you want to be driving your life. Picture that your emotions and how you feel are the actual fuel. Just think about like your it being a car and that the gas you put in the car to make it go is the emotions that you choose by the thoughts you think. So if you choose a thought that creates you to feel worried, all of the actions you take are going to be coming from that worry. It's going to be coming from the negative emotion. And instead, we want emotions like determination and patience and love and trust and faith. We want these driving our actions. So as a life coach, one of my main focuses is to help you build the skill of intentional thinking. So true peace and happiness that you're after, it exists in the present moment. So when we leave our brains unsupervised, which is what's happening when we're not conscious about what we're thinking, if we're thinking in a way that creates worry for us, it will have you ruminating in the past. Your worry will say, okay, you know, this kind of happened in the past. And so this is going to happen now. And then you worry about it. Or like I mentioned a little bit ago, that it has you staying in the future. 
right? Worry lives in the future. But remember, true peace and happiness exist only in the present moment. And there's nothing more powerful as staying in the present moment. So to how not to worry or to not stay there very long, the number one focus is to be intentional about what you're thinking and feeling and choosing in that present moment what you want to feel about that. So to tell you our tests end up coming up up negative. We ended up going on that trip and everything was fine. But I remember the week and a half when the worry thoughts came in. And because I had these three steps, because I knew that number one, worry is a feeling. And when I understand this, I know how to pivot from it. I know how to create a new thought and create a new feeling instead of worry. And when I know number two, why I worry, because that's just what the brain does. It tells us it's the only option. It, it kind of, it tricks us into feeling like it's useful and preventative because I know that I was onto myself. So that week before we left, I was able to say, no, this isn't the other option. There are other thoughts and feelings I can have and on the way until finding out the answer to the test. And then three, I remember the truth about worry that it's created by what might happen. And that's not what was happening now. And that I can handle it and that it, it makes me more or less effective. And I want to be an effective mom as we wait, you know, to find out what the results were. So because I was able to rely on these truths that I'm giving you today, it allowed me to have some power and some type of enjoyment in that week and a half. And it ended up not having me feel negative emotion twice. And in this case, it all worked out fine. And most of the time it does. And if it is something that your brain's telling you, you should have worried about, know that we can just wait till the thing happens. And then we can decide then what we want to think and feel and do about it instead of worrying on the way. All right, mamas, I want you to become a person who worries less or when you worry, you don't stay there very long because it doesn't help you. But I do hope that what I offered here today does help you the next time you find yourself worrying about something. And don't forget that I'm always available for you if you want peace over something that you are worrying about in your life, come to a free peace strategy call with me and we will have you leaving that call with more relief and peace about this subject and I can help walk you through these exact steps that I've offered here today and apply them directly to your life so that you can get out of worry and get back to being the mom you want to be. Go to danielletienel.com and sign up. I will talk to you again next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? To really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client. As your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life-transforming wisdom, 
all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to danielletienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.